Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up the bedroom is even better. Whether you're buying a gift for your sugar baby or just for yourself, you can get 50% off at adamandeve.com when you enter the code CANDY at checkout. And that's not all. Adam and Eve will include 10 tantalizing free gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item all partners can enjoy. Plus, you'll receive six free spicy movies. But the best part is the free shipping. You can get all of this at adamandeve.com using code CANDY at checkout. That's C-A-N-D-Y. So Shelby, what are you getting me? Candy Girl Podcast. Fuck me, Daddy. <laughs> hey, all you candy sluts and bubble butts. Welcome back to another episode of Candy Girl. I'm Shelby. And I'm Emily. And, and we... Oh. No, you go. You do it. <laughs> well, no, after you. You could tell we brought back one of our Canadian guests because we're being dumb polite right now. Gwenadora. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have you back on. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be back on. I appreciate you guys having me. So there's a lot that we need to catch up on, especially because we saw that you did the, it's not Veruca, it's Violet Beauregard. We saw that you did that scene and we were both very excited about it because we've been telling so many people about that scene since <laughs> since we recorded that episode. So I'd love to hear about how that went. And then Big Mommy Milky GF has yes. become a thing now. Very yes. excited about that, too. <laughs> so yeah. how have you been? Yeah, I've been good. Um, just, you know, working as we do and trying to write. Right now, it's like Halloween stuff for me. So I've been pumping out like or like doing a lot of like shoots and stuff like that, which is nice. Like I live in Canada and like our cases are a lot lower than the States. So I kind of had the opportunity to like work with some like, like a photographer and like a videographer friend on a couple of projects. So got some good things coming out, but it's been like busy just kind of like trying to get that done. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, it's been busy. <laughs> How about you guys? We're doing overwhelmed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> things are, things are going well. We have a lot of exciting things in store. We'd love to share more in detail, probably after the interview, but things are going really well. And you also indirectly answered the first thing I had on my list. How's Canada? So you didn't need to brag about the cases being lowered, especially because well, we're to be a fair, we have like, less of a population. So I mean, like, they're naturally lower. And also we have like a decent healthcare system. So that's... <laughs> That's fair. (laughs) Ow. (laughs) No need to brag. (laughs) But no, they like that we've been on the rise as well. We're technically on that second curve or whatever. Our our cases of like in the past like week, they've been like, well, we're probably gonna have to go into like serious lockdown again because like in specifically my province, our like premier who's like, I guess a governor for you guys. I don't know. Like the guy who runs our province he wanted to open it up for the like the economy or whatever same same kind of thing as trump would do he's basically a tiny trump um just in in ontario yeah he's like let's open up the open up the province so like obviously send the young people back to work because they're you know working in the service industries then that's like where the cases are spiking right now yeah which is like i don't that's not not fair to blame on young people which they're trying to do but it is how it is. <laughs> Near where I live in Boulder, Colorado, they actually banned any size gathering 
of people 18 to 22. Wow, interesting. I think it might have worked. I actually haven't checked the cases. I remember a lot of people being upset. Yeah. Didn't they establish that it isn't young people spreading the virus as much? Or like, if it is young people, it's because young people are in the service industry and not because they're following the rules any less than like boomers? I thought that's, I thought I read something like that's, that. That's how it is like here for sure. There definitely is like a good amount of young people not properly like social distancing as well as they could. Like, and like, I, I know people all over the board. There's people who are like complete shut-ins, like haven't seen a friend since the start of this, which I'm like, good for you. But that's not my situation. I'm someone who's in the middle. I only leave the house for like my necessities, but like I still go to my private gym, which like, it's just me one at one time with my trainer I see, like, my one group of friends because that's, like, what I need to survive. And also, like, I'm... And then on the other end of the spectrum, I see people who are, like, I know someone who went to Greece for two weeks. Like, I was, like, like what? The- I don't know how you're allowed to do that. That makes no sense to me in terms of how did you get, like, you booked a full vacation, went on it, and came back. Like, that's just... I'm, like, that's wild to me that people are out there just going on vacations right now. <laughs> and I'm, like... Uh- <laughs> Well, we cannot go on vacation. That's, That's not right. even an option for us. Yeah, American- nobody wants our passport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always seeing a lot of posts, and I think even you made a tweet about it. Like, damn, really going to miss everyone from the States for a little, but... Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of my friends are all of my friends are down there. It's tough. tough to not see anybody or like be able to like collab with people anymore. Yeah. I want to ask you about something that happened recently where you're, they were catfishing as you, I guess is the best way to put it. And I've never had an experience like that. I kind of want to know what it's like to see somebody pretending to be you. Ooh, I guess it it really depends. If you're talking about the one on Instagram, it's usually just someone who like, just like copies and pastes your profile and just starts posting pictures of you and like I was very lucky like I got it taken down within a day Instagram was like yep it's a catfish like cool and I was like wow I've never had that experience before it's very easy but like I've had more serious like situations and not even like in my port as my porn persona but as like my like real life persona um because before this I mean like I'm well known like within my community as like a public figure which like I'm in the middle of conglomerating the two just to be Gwen um, which is like what I ended up doing converting one of my old Twitter accounts to do like my safer work Gwen one so like someone yeah someone was catfishing and like it's been this person who's uh been doing it for like the, the past two or three years and I know I know it's the same person because it's just the same like same like ways that they're full they're doing things so this person was tweeting at like a local like politician that like I support who's a black man and was tweeting like really really racist things at him under as me luckily like the like the follower account was like obviously that's not me but the my person like the this politician like doesn't know who I am probably so like I was like that like you're just seeing this person tweeting at him and using pictures for me from high school with my black friends who were like I don't even know how he got the, the person got those probably from like some Facebook situation but and they've been, like, yeah, t- tweeting at people, like, saying, like, really nasty stuff. And it really, like, that was really, really scary and hurtful. Like, when I got it, like, I was, like, immediately in shock and just, like, started crying. Because I was, like, someone had sent me the profile and was, like, hey, I think someone's catfishing is you. And, like, what they were, it was during, like, the like the, the height of the media attention on Black Lives Matter protests back in, like, June. 
I was like so shocked that they, that was out there. It was just clearly someone who has got a lot of hate in their heart who like, I was like, I don't identify with any of that. So I was like, fuck, that's so scary in terms of like, I hate the idea of someone thinking that that was me in my opinions. Yeah, I, wow, I didn't know it had gotten that bad. That is really scary. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think it's the same person who's also been like catfishing me when I like used to have Facebook. They would make an account of me and then message all of like, like a bunch of like my, not my like close friends, but like my mutuals who would interact with my posts. So I had some posts on like public so people could share them. And I think they were going through and like liking, uh, like we're going through finding the people who liked and interacted with my posts and they were messaging them. This happened like on and off for a couple of years, but a while ago it just used to be like, Hey, like what, like just asking questions. And then it started getting like in the past like year, they're like, Hey, have you seen my porn to people? And then they ended up like actually like getting this one mutual of mine. And they like solicit, they like ended up, I don't know. It ended up being a bad situation, which I won't go into, but yeah, it's just like, it's like, it was really, it was really fucked up. And I was like, that's like a person who's like, you know, ended up in, ended up being like a blackmailing situation for somebody else, like using my image which I'm like, oh my god, like that's that's horrifying that that's out there and someone's trying to be that malicious using my name and stuff. But yeah, it's nothing other than scary. <laughs> I mean, like luckily, like I mean, there's two sides of it. There's, there's people who could be really like horrible about it, but then like there's like the times like the thing on Instagram where it just immediately got taken down and it was very like unharmful and like didn't affect anybody really. Do you think this happens to you more because you're a public figure or because you're a sex worker or a little bit of both? Definitely a little bit of both. Cause like, I know the, the, with this one instance I'm talking about, it was more, yeah, it was more like my public figureness before sex work, but then be me entering sex work when this like person was watching me online, I guess that was like, I guess used as a tool to like harm me. Like the person who I think it is, a while ago I think I think it's this person at least threatened to sue me for like a very completely different reason and like has kind of been trying to like get people like around like my city which like no one really believes because the majority of people I know are like obviously like know me and stuff and they don't really know this person but yeah just trying to like uh harm like kind of use uh use my sex work against me in a certain sense luckily like I mean like I talk about this but like it's happened on a very small scale comparatively to some other sex workers who've like been like seriously doxxed and like luckily I'm pretty open with my work and like people in my city like know who I am and like know what I do and like who my online personas are uh so luckily it's not something I have to worry about completely but it's like still very um lightly traumatizing in the sense where it's like that could that could turn to a dangerous thing and there's a threat of it being a dangerous thing luckily like nothing bad nothing too bad has happened so doxing isn't illegal because it's all in good fun. It's very traumatizing and harmful. Mm. Eddie, every story of every single person who I've heard getting doxxed absolutely terrifies yeah. me. And it's crazy just how ready some people are to just go after people. Mm-hmm. It almost feels futile. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I wish there was some way to where that would not happen. <laughs> I know, you. yeah. That's what, I think that's just the thing on the internet. Anytime there's a public persona, um, or especially sex workers, where it's just like, that's just, it's going to happen, unfortunately, and there's not really anything we can do about it. Because I'm sure, I'm sure that happens to, like, people in YouTube spaces as well, but, like, probably not as, like, aggressively, but it does happen. I feel like, I feel like as a woman, you experience things like this a lot, but as a sex worker, you probably experience it at a heightened level, so. So, what are your DMs like after you post more taboo previews? I'm sure they're going to be weird. 
But what I'm hoping for is like the MILF Denny's things. I have so many one-liners lined up. Like, how can you not take advantage of that content <laughs> to say something clever? What what are your DMs like afterwards? Honestly, they're so they're pretty boring. Like, I can go through right now. The people who decide to DM that like are like, hey, I'm gonna take your time up, don't really think much other than that. They just kind of go with so sexy. Hi, wow, hi, hi. It's a lot of highs and hellos. Hi, beautiful. Hello, beautiful. Not it's not very good. I don't know. There's not anything really funny. I think there was one. I'm going to see if I can find it. There was one person the other day who sent the weirdest picture. Okay. Yeah, here it is. They sent a picture and it said uh, that this text said, you're sexy, made my dick so hard. And I'll show, I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys. But basically it's like, it's definitely not his picture of his dick. It's someone else's picture that he took. Cause clearly there's a watermark on it, but it's like Photoshopped with like this. I wonder if you can see this. And I'll, I'll read. I'll read what it uh, what it says because it's kind of. Oh my uh, god! The the shutter the glasses. shutter glasses photoshopped on, and I was like, and, and it and it says that felt great, but dot dot dot. It's not enough. And then in the corner, in a little bubble, a little, little speech bubble, it says dot dot dot. It got so big, heart. So for for people listening, it's like a picture of this naked guy. Who's like sitting in a chair in what looks like an office, and it's definitely all photoshopped together somehow, with his dick in his hand, and then photoshopped like shade glasses like that are cartoon onto his eyes, and it's, it has a watermark on it. So it's like clearly, clearly. Not. I was like, where do you find? Where do you source this image, sir? I don't know what you're doing, but <laughs> so funny. Do you have a system for like filtering through people? I was just curious because because so many people just DM you things like, hi, like, how do you know who actually wants to buy your content and who is just trying to waste your time? I check DMs just for kind of the hilarity of it. Typically, people who are going to DM you, like, I just, I, t- I tell people, like, publicly that I only answer DMs on, like, OnlyFans, um, which is true. I mean, there's occasionally times where I see something in my, D- like, DMs that's, like, of substance, which is, like, you can tell by, like, just the way they put it. And if, I, if I'm, like, flicking through the new DMs, if it's, like, you can tell when it's starting off to be, like, a longer paragraph, so then I click on it. And if it's, like, interesting, then, like, you know, I'll reply. Like, this one person was, like, oh, like, uh, this, like, little, like, subby boy who's recently started buying me some stuff off of Amazon wishlist. He started with, hi, sorry if this is a bother or anything, but, like, I just got some of the stuff off of your Amazon wishlist for you. And, like, I wanted to... Let me, like, I wanted you to let me know if there's any problems with anything. And I like, just kind of like really wanted to help. And it was like a big paragraph. And I was like, okay, that's like someone who's like already in the motions of like making me happy. So, uh, <laughs> so I'll respond to that. Yeah. So there's like some like that, that will come in. Um, it's usually like people with specific questions or specific purposes that, that come through. Um, I guess though, yeah, it's mainly a lot of highs though. So I don't, re- I don't respond to those or people asking for like retweet for retweet, which I don't do. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty easy. The Instagram ones are a little different, but uh, it's usually people like asking a fuck or something. But yeah, that is how it is. <laughs> hey, baby, want some fuck? Mm-hmm. I love, I love the the offers, the gracious offers that some sex workers get, where people are like, <sighs> "I will have sex with you for free, free of charge for you." <laughs> yeah, good deal. Like, Please, Please. <laughs> <laughs> just, you wouldn't, you wouldn't treat anybody like that. Just sending really any dick. It doesn't even matter if it's not your own. Holy fuck. 
Yeah, it's wild out there. But don't worry. I'll start commenting on things because I'm always like, this is gold. Because I am the MILF Denny's thing, especially. We're going to talk about this. I (laughs) sat down and spent 10 minutes just staring at the dot, being like, how do I frame a question around this? And I realized you can't. Like, what am I supposed to ask? How was it being MILF Denny's? Like, are you going to collab with Femboy Hooters or Goth I I Yeah, I just... That was so much fun. It was like a super fun video because I was like, I was like, I have to hop on this trend. That's it's very me. I really like. I realized like recently that like I really like campy porn. The more just like hilarious and like dumb it is, the more I want to do it in terms of like storylines and media trends. So yeah, I like I was just like, hey, I'm gonna do it. And it's like an easy costume to put together. Order a black shirt and like a little apron, and then hey, you got a video. So yeah, I just kind of started, just did it. And I was like, I love the puns I got to make in it, which is like I love breakfast food, so it was e- really easy for me to come up with stuff for that. So yeah, super fun. Yeah, that's why I thought, you know, the DMs would be better. Like I, I even have just points written out. It. Like, this sheet literally just says, how fluffy were your pancakes, mommy? Mm-hmm. And please pour syrup on me. <laughs> like, I'm not commenting uh, things like that. I just... <sighs> that's what I don't understand. Well, I definitely... It's, like, let me let me look at my Instagram I'm comments so for that. Because I know, like, that Instagram post of my picture got a lot of, like, traction. So let me look at some of the comments. Oh, yeah. Some people, the comments are usually better than people DMing me for sure. So it's like people, I don't know, actually like respect. I don't know. Okay. The reputation is on the line. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, I'll give you an an engagement or whatever. Um, This one says, I'm in Toronto too and would like you take, would like to take you on a date to a real Denny's. DM me ASAP. Uh-huh. And then this one. Uh, How romantic. <laughs> a date to Denny's. Uh, girl, I wish I would could walk into Denny's and see see you. I'm going to be like, screw the menu. I know what I want. <laughs> and then there was a bunch of people thinking I was like, it was a real Denny's that I was in. I was like, no, it's just a really shitty Photoshop. Like, I, I know I can do a better Photoshop than what I did on this, but I decided to do it on my phone because I was lazy. So, like, I was like, how am I fooling you guys? I do not know. <laughs> That's... <laughs> so funny emily do you have any did you think of any good ones to say on the show bro i did say the good ones to say on the show another point though oh, you I already like... said them oh i didn't know if you had more <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> well now i just feel bad <laughs> you're like what <laughs> more can you want you're looking me? up <laughs> sorry this is like your thing your <laughs> niche is puns. my niche is just fun <laughs> something well because she made so many puns in the preview, like, oh, how would you like your eggs made? Yeah, I, I really, yeah, I really did take a lot of the puns in my, in my previews in my videos. So, yeah, I was like, I literally said scramble my eggs like 10 times during the filming of that. It's it so easy. It's an, it was an impregnation video, so it's perfect. Scramble my eggs. Clever. That took me a second, but that's yeah. clever. <laughs> I loved it. Um, let's talk about your TikTok. Emily and I were going through your TikTok yesterday. Oh, which one? I've got two now. And I love it. I've got two accounts. 
So, okay, oh, I really? had, so I had, like, I don't know which one you guys are looking at, but the one with a lot of fall, like, the one with, like, th- almost 30k followers is the one I ended up, like, ditching a while ago, because I was, I've been on TikTok since, like, before the pandemic, like, it was, like, a couple months before the pandemic, I decided to start on it, and um, then, like, in the first two months, I got, you know, like, I think it was, like, almost 30k followers, and then since then, it's been few and far between in terms of, like, I think I'm super shadow banned on that account. Like, like anything I'd put, like, I used to get, like, 10K views on a video, like, every video I'd post, like, in a day. So I was, like, not getting that any of that at all. Like, it was, like, even after a month, one, like, one video wouldn't reach that. So I was, like, okay, like, I need to, like... Like, it, it wasn't making me happy to post there anymore just because of that. Uh, so I started a new account, which is, like, the smaller one. So I don't know which one you guys are talking about. But the, the new the new account's been popping off. So I've been happy about that. <laughs> I saw the I just one followed you... the new account. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should do that, too. I'm not very active on TikTok, but I do want to support. I, I love... I love my TikTok timeline now. I don't, <laughs> is it, is it, really is care it what information of mine's getting sold? <laughs> yeah. Is it good now? Yeah. It's, it's just so customized. And like now is like an area where I'm probably going to get a little out of my depth. But, and, you know, I wrote this question referring to your TikTok at 30K. And that actually leads really well into I would like to talk about shadow banning after yeah. this. But your TikTok seems less, it seems less about marketing and promoting yourself and more showing off fun costumes and sharing, I guess, more personal information Mm -hmm. and almost connecting with the sex work community. Totally. And when I go, like TikTok's super filtered, I'm on, you know, how to be a sex worker TikTok (laughs) just because I'm always like. (laughs) <laughs> I want to talk to yeah. them. And I just have so many videos saved where I'm like, one day I'll message them. <laughs> but like I'm sure I'm sure you see more sex worker TikToks than I do. And I don't really see a lot of promotion on TikTok as much as it is like one hilarious stories, two, building community and helping each other out. Yeah. yeah, I when I so on my first account, um uh, like, when I started, like, I noticed that, like, anytime I'd post, like, a video, any TikTok, whether it was just, in um, all of it wasn't promotional, it would, the TikTok user base, I think, is just so active that, like, people will, people were finding me, like, I didn't have any mention of OnlyFans in my, like, I had no link in bio at the time, I didn't mention it in my bio at all, so, um, people somehow though the people like the tiktok people were finding me like they like i was like every time i'd post a video i'd get like 10 new subscribers on OnlyFans. so like the, the only like the tiktok fan base is like very like aware of OnlyFans because a lot of tiktokers um and people who pop off on tiktok like are using it now so like they're pretty like active in terms of they'll find you if they want you so you don't really have to like promote it to them you just kind of have to capture their attention initially and then then they'll they'll go and you know do the rest the rest of it which is nice but yeah it was kind of yeah so i was sad when i like you know like lost steam on that account because it was it was even though i wasn't promoting things directly and just kind of having fun it was like not like i wouldn't say it was a loss of income or anything but it just it was it was just a sad a sad thing i was oh that sucks because like there's so there's so many people who like you know want to view my stuff that are following me but like aren't seeing it and then there's also like a whole bunch of a whole other people that i'm not getting to like you know 
getting my face in front of, which is kind of like the whole point of TikTok in a certain sense. But yeah, I'm really glad I started my second one because I was like, I really like making the videos on there. And I like, you know, doing the trends. I'm not really a TikTok dance person, but uh, like finding the trends and like the of like stuff that like I can relate to and relaying that. But to be honest, like I don't on my feeds, um, I don't see like a ton of sex work TikTok because I like the majority of that for me is like, it's a lot of the advice that I see being given is like, like there's a few couple people that I'm like, okay, like I really trust you. But there's like a couple people who's like, I've been doing OnlyFans for like <laughs> two months. And like, I, I'm like doing, running like an OnlyFans tips account, which is like, that's not what I'm, I'm, I'm here to enjoy myself. I don't really need, sure. There's definitely, uh, there's always more to learn from people, but like, I'm not like, I'm here to just enjoy. I'm not here to like learn more about my job. So I like, I like a lot of my feed right now is like, like, a lot, like I've got, I guess it's definitely my sense of humor for sure. It's a lot of more like funny stuff. Some like some political funny stuff. There's like, yeah, joke, very specific jokes that like, <laughs> for some reason, like I've, en- and I've ended up on, you know, Matthew Morrison, who, uh, the guy from Glee. Yes. Yeah. yeah I've ended up on anti-Matthew Morrison TikTok because like, there's like, a I whole, have too. There, there's like a whole bunch of you who hate him because of his character. And like, it was like, it's so funny. I'm like, I don't know how I got here because it's funny because I don't see like any other Glee stuff. I just see anti Matthew Morrison on Glee stuff. So it's like, I'm like I, I'm like, I love this very niche specific thing that's being directed towards me. <laughs> I think that's really funny. Yeah, it's great. That's so funny. I am also an anti-Matthew Morrison TikTok. Don't know how I got there either, but it's, they're good videos. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Oops, sorry. I just opened TikTok and started playing videos. Um, Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an interesting time. So, I, yeah, kind of, it's more like comedy stuff on mine. And then some of the cosplay stuff started coming up on my feed because I've, like, started, because it's, like, my Halloween month of me doing cosplays, I made cosplay TikTok so I could, like, start the account off with that. Um, which is good. It's been a good, a really good start. Like the first one I posted, which I did the hormone monstrous from Big Mouth. And yeah, it was like, so like, I was like, of course I have to like, I have to do some TikToks and literally like each of the, so I like, I had three major filming days and then like a couple like of smaller filming days. So like I, the two days that I was uh, working with a photographer, uh, this one photographer, uh, I'd work with him. And then for two hours that I'd go to like the place I was staying at for two hours and then work with my videographer on the video portion and then I like would stay up after take my own pictures and selfies on like on my phone and then also do TikToks in character for all of them because so I was like if I'm in the costume gotta get it done and yeah so I did TikTok so like almost a good chunk of what I posted on my new account is like cosplay stuff and I'm like don't mistake me I'm not like I wouldn't never identify with a cosplayer I just like like I'm like, I think there's there's cosplayers who do porn, because that's definitely, like, um like a good, like, OnlyFans genre. Cosplayers who do porn, but I am a porn person who does cosplay. Like, that's, that's a very that's a different, there's a line there. Like, I'm, like, it's, I'm putting together what makes me happy, uh, and it's not my main thing, but I just like to do it. <laughs> yeah, I do want to talk a little bit about cosplay porn, but I also wanted to tell you that I saw, you know, that trend that's going around where you, like, throw the shoe and then you kick it and you change? Yeah, Bro, I, saw I you watched that, like, yeah, and times I was, I was like, like, this is so <laughs> fucking cool. It was so cool. That, like, that one's, it's, that currently, like, over the past, so, um... I posted that, like, let me look. Uh, I posted that on uh, the 25th of September. So, like, a bit, like, two weeks ago-ish. And, 
like it got like over the course of the last couple weeks it got to like probably like 30k views um which i was like oh it's doing really well but then two days ago (laughs) it just popped off popped off so like last night like it was like still like going going so now it's like at like um it's almost at like 150k views so like it just kind of like keep going and people are like in the so supportive in the comments and it's like it's and I looked at my statistics of like my followers now and like my viewers 99.9% women 0.01% men and I was like never in my life never not even, even before my porn career never in my life has that been my demographic like it's always been like just like 99% men like so I'm like this is so wild to me that that's happening but I'm sure it'll change eventually, but like, I'm like, wow, finally the girls and the gays are on my side. I, I I love it. I love it. It's so supportive. Yeah. I really want to get into Gwenoween and how you came up with that idea. And then a little bit about why you think people might be interested in cosplay porn. Yeah. Yeah. So I started Gwenoween officially last year, but like the year before I did a version of it, I shouldn't have a name for it. And for whatever, it's like, October two years ago was the first month that I put out a significant amount of like video like videos on a regular schedule on many vids um before then I was just like literally randomly posting like a not really good planned vid every so often um and I was just kind of like you know going about my thing but like again I I wouldn't even consider like at that time porn really wasn't like my full-time thing I was like mainly doing my sex blogging stuff but like during October, I was like, you know, what I should do is I should, you know, put together some, make it interesting for me and like, give myself a challenge to like make more videos than I normally do and like put things out on a schedule. So I said, like, oh, like, I'll do some like cosplay videos for that or like some like, you know, little dress up videos. So I ended up doing like 16 videos in one month, which is more than I put out now for sure. But like, it was yeah, a lot at the time, but I was like, really proud of myself. And like, it was like like one of my highest earning months. It was it was the highest earning month that year for me, and I was like really yeah, I was super proud. And I was like, I had a lot of like really good feedback about the videos I was doing, and like looking back, they're like definitely so low quality. The filmed on my like old phone or whatever, um, but like at the time, it was like a really pivotal moment in my career in terms of oh, I should buckle down like as Gwen and like really start putting out stuff. So that was like a definitely a turning point in my career. So that's kind of why I, wish, I love this month for that stuff. So last year I decided I was like, oh, I'm going to do 31 days of videos. So I put out one vid- one video every day. And I like I did a couple like sa- the same character in different videos to put out. Because I was like, I'm not going to do 31 cosplays. That's too much for me. I mean, it was too much for me anyway. 31 videos is a lot. And like, like luckily, like I, I prepared a bit beforehand. But, like, I was still so stressed out the entire month. And, like, in terms of, like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And, like, having to post and promote something other than just, like, your OnlyFans um, or whatever, doing that every day, every night was, like, very, like, exhausting on me. So decided not to do that this year because it wasn't, like, as profitable as I had hoped it would be. So I was, like, we don't need – we don't need 31 videos. It's okay. We can do, like, half that. It's fine. Um, so this year I was, like, I want to make it more special – but not as big like as big so like I went for quality over quantity uh, in terms of like collaborating with photographer and videographers to make my visions come to life and um I decided on uh the hormone monstrous which is a pretty like elaborate costume like with the makeup 
specifically. So I hired a drag queen to do my face and beat me up. And so that's like, I did not do the makeup by myself. I was like, I need to hire like a drag queen friend, um, Helena Poison, who's in Toronto, um, who's a, like also like an MUA. So I was like, please. And she painted my tits too. So they were like, I've got a bunch of like, you know, titty pictures and stuff that are like, all, all painted yellow. <laughs> um, and also like, yeah, I just love the character. So I was like, I want to do her. And then uh, I did Dexter's mom from Dexter's Laboratory because she's a redhead mommy. Of course, I had to do that. And then uh, my other big one was Elvira, um, which I have got the wig in the background here. Elvira, who's like uh, this very, um, very campy goth horror queen with big titties that people will know from the, the 80s and the 90s very iconic person and she's like super like I was watching a bunch of her clips before I filmed her video the other day and like she's she's amazing and I was like just like the thing she was saying and I was like this was filmed when like like very very progressive for her time in terms of like um sexual owning her sexuality and being a boss ass bitch it was amazing so yeah those are the main ones I'm doing I'm doing a couple other smaller um like I did another Miss Frizzle video because it was a custom, and I'll probably be doing, uh, yeah, yeah, Miss Frizzle, so fun, yeah. <laughs> so I, I like, I she was one of the people I did um, a couple years ago. But yeah, that's those are my big plans, I guess. So you have a unique <laughs> insight into costumes, and just I guess I would say not necessarily unconventional, but we'll pretend like it's unconventional for the sake of everybody unconventional people that people are sexually attracted to or specifically characters so what do you think people could be for halloween that would you know make people have very confused sexual feelings and let me let me just give some examples i'm not talking about like that hot bitch from who framed roger rabbit jessica rabbit oh yeah, yeah. I know I know. Yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean because yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um okay, well if you're if you're someone who knows about anything about TikTok, you could go as that like that Willy Wonka TikToker, but you'd just be going as Willy Wonka, but you'd like have no shirt underneath or something like that. Uh, <laughs> uh if if you if you wanted to do that, I think that's very niche and specific. <laughs> I personally don't like that TikToker, but whatever. Willy Wonka's so creepy, like, as a character, so creepy. Like, if you're sexually attracted to Willy Wonka, like, you have a very niche kind of interest in, in sexual partners. Like, well, a really lot understand. of people, a lot of people love Johnny Depp. That's true. Yeah, it's it's funny. He's just... It- it's just so creepy. And, like, the Willy Wonka... So, you do you guys know you guys know about the Willy Wonka TikToker, though, right? Yeah. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. not Willy Wonka TikTok. That whole thing Fort- with Iggy Azalea, I was like... I know. So bizarre. Odd. odd what an odd person. But it's like, you wouldn't... If you're going to go for Halloween, like, if you like TikTok, go as him as Willy Wonka, not just as Willy Wonka. Like, you, <laughs> like I think that... Because it's the perfect amount of, like, cringe and, like, specific, like specificness that I, that I like in a Halloween sexy cosplay. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. Oh, I like also feel like TikTok stuff. Um, Trisha Paytas as the Egyptian uh, dance person. Like that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> doing the King Tut dance. I was like, oh my God, ridiculous. But a viral moment nonetheless. 
my my partner and I were talking about it the other day about just childhood cartoon crushes. I was like, yes, I was very attracted to Danny Phantom growing up. That was by far my childhood crush, especially when he was a ghost. And he was immediately like, do you want me to dress up as Danny Phantom? And I was like, no, no, you can't be Danny Phantom, Zach. <laughs> just wow, wanted to share. Turn him down. <laughs> he just seems so... That's so funny that that was his his first instinct was like I'll dress up as That's him for you. So nice. Do you want that? I'll do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweet. I just that like so nice. I just wouldn't know what to do. Which it's like if any of these characters, especially because he's a teenager. I know. Like, I know. You're supposed to say it was more appropriate when I was younger, <laughs> but now like it's just like haha. I used to have a crush on Danny Phantom. That one's pretty common. I feel like. I don't think I'm the one. Uh, yeah, I the one that I have. I've heard this a surprising number of times. Um, you'll know that Pokemon Nine Tails. Yeah, oh, the, that it's one. Yeah, the sexy like, one. For some reason, and I I heard this more in my high school computer science classes, and this was talked about in class once, where at some point there was some sort of sexual attraction to Nine Tails. It's a fox with nine tails that's white. I never got it. I am more concerned no, you, the more I think about this now. No, no, no. You can see how it's a sexier Pokemon. Like, it's drawn in a sexier style. It's got, like, the like the sleek cat eye. It's got very, like, luscious. Like, it kind of looks like a burlesque dancer. Shit, when you put it that way. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it. No, because, like, there's Pokemons, like, and, and this this is not just, like, I don't even like or know anything about Pokemons, but in any type of, like, character, like, in media, there's, like, certain ways of drawing things that are, like, a Squirtle is not a sexy Pokemon. You, it's a cute Pokemon. And, like, there's ugly ones. <laughs> and, like, this is, like, Ninetales is a, a sexy one because it's, like, more, like, luscious. And it's, like, a peacock, which is peacocks are sexy animals. <laughs> and it kind of has the like you know squirtle or like cute things in general it's like throw huge eyes on it yeah like half the face's eyes and this one's some more like yeah little button nose maybe face. yeah and like a little tiny little tiny little little tiny feet like yeah there's there's ways to draw things to make them and it's like i don't want to fuck nine tails but i can agree it's a sexy pokemon that's it is a sexy pokemon yeah can't argue with that one. Gwen, what do you think gets people off about, like, dressing up as cartoon characters from maybe their childhood or just, like, in general? Well, I think, like, one of the biggest things, and I think this is, like, if you're a porn person person listening to this, like, nostalgia sells really, really well. Um, people love seeing things that remind, like, that, like, like, even if they don't know it. They love consuming media, like, if you think of, like, sequels or, like, that's why remakes are so popular, like, with Disney these days, because they're tapping into nostalgia of, like, um, like, flushing out more of the lore of a certain, a certain story that touched us during our childhood that we want to learn more about. Um, And I think that's, like, that's super, yeah, it's very, like, it hits the heartstrings in a certain way that is, like, a great way to sell things, <laughs> which is why Disney does those remakes and also sequels and like also spinoffs. And like a lot of other companies do that too, because they know 
Um, it's like a very marketable and like like marketable to the point where like they know that if they make something and even if it's bad, it's still gonna sell really well. Because because of that factor in terms of like it's already like content people are familiar with. Familiarity is like a very like big big factor in selling things. So in terms of porn, um people love the idea of seeing like their like, you know, their childhood crushes pornified by like a human adult is like something that people are into and they get to kind of like they're like, oh, I definitely had a crush on that like that person or that character when I was younger. I'd like to see that in a like more fully realized uh, sexual way in porn. And I think that's really fun to play with and to yeah dress up as characters that people, you know, have like happy feelings about. <laughs> and like with specifically with Miss Frizzle, like when I dress up as her, like I'm like, and I know there's some people out there who will be like, oh, but it's a children's show. You shouldn't pornify a children's show. But it's like, I'm not pornifying the children's show. I'm pornifying the idea of someone and I'm embodying that person as me, um, as an adult. So, you know, I'm, I'm selling it to adult people. So that's, uh, it's like, that's, yeah, it's consensual that way. And yeah, people, people love jerking off to uh, their, their memories. <laughs> And they're, yeah, they're, they're old thoughts. So how does it feel to embody so many characters in a sexual and personal way? <laughs> uh, it's interesting. <laughs> so what an interesting question. Um, yeah, like it's, I like to like look at characters and like think of their like backstory a little bit. And then that's like, yeah, maybe it's kind of like more of an acting perspective on that, but yeah, I like to think of, like, what the character is thinking about, what their kind of, like, their characteristics are in terms of, are they, like, a kind person? Are they overtly sexy? Are they more subtly sexy? Are they not sexy at all and super shy, but then want to get corrupted to be sexy? Like, there's very different ways you can approach different things. So, like, with Elvira, she's a very campy person and makes, like, a lot of jokes. And so, like, I, like, made sure to throw in, like, quick quips, like, every so often. And I made it, like, my story with her... The video that I did for her was um, because like Elvira was like a hostess of like um, a horror show where they'd watch films um, and she would be like the like the announcer or like host. Um, so what I did was I like I did it as like a um, like a live show where like I was like hosting the show and then I decided that the movie we were watching was too boring. So I made the producers get like have me and be in charge like as Elvira and then I was like oh like well we're gonna if you guys like love my boobs so up so you, you want to get the ratings up on this show well let's show them my tits and then I did like a tit worshiping video with the, like through that like narrative um so I, yeah I really like to like kind of bring the real life circumstances of the characters and um use that as like the the way the story works that's kind of my creative process on that it must have been really fun to play the hormone monstrous then, Connie, because she is such a fun character. Yes! Oh my god, I loved it. Yeah, I put on a little accent. I try my best to do, like, little voices for the people I do. I always feel so goofy doing them because I don't think I'm very good, but, like, I, like... I like, I don't know, I try my best. I, I try my best to throw like quotes in from some stuff too. For like Connie, I did, um, the video I did for her was like a, um, I show up as the hormone monstrous. And I was like, look, I'm looking around for the child that I'm supposed to be like helping through puberty. But then I find like a fully grown person 
and I'm like, how, like, how am I supposed to be helping you or whatever? And then I call, like, I call, like, my, like, you know, whoever the the, comp- the company of hormones, monsters, I guess, whoever's sending me here, um, I call them and I'm like, are we sure this is the, the guy or whatever? And they're like, yep, like, he's just, he hasn't had sex yet and he's just, like, older, so, like, you gotta help him. <laughs> you gotta help him not be a virgin anymore. So I, like, uh, I did it through that angle. And, um, yeah, it was pretty... Um, Pretty, it turned into a very like aggressive, very aggressive because she's so she's so wild and just like yeah, yeah take it. <laughs> it's like you were like it's it's it was really easy and I did like a it was like a pegging um, strap on me taking his anal virginity situation so he could you know feel how it feels to be fucked um, so he can fuck other women properly and a small little dick uh can understand what it was like to feel pleasure yeah it was a whole it was a whole it was a whole thing I loved it god I love that so what happens when you get requests about characters that you're not as familiar with has that happened yet no no it hasn't luckily like I mean I like I would definitely depend it, it would depend on the character if I was to take it on uh for sure like if it was the like if it was a movie that, like, I know that I'd like, like, or I'd, I'd check, like, check out the trailer at least, or, like, to see if I liked it. Because um, I often decline some customs because they're just, like, not what I want to do. Um, which is, like, very, like, lucky that I can do that now. I can choose what I want. So, yeah, I, uh, if I, if, but I, if I was to get a request, I didn't know, I would, yeah, research them first and be like, hey, like, yeah, do you want to do this? Um, I haven't seen it, but, like, I want to, you know, do my research. I'd probably just, like, you know, look into them um, a little bit more and find out what they're all about. And then um, obviously have the person pay for the costume and then get it done. <laughs> I saw Nick Kroll liked one of your tweets when you were the hormone remote, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah, that was that was so funny. Yeah, I think it's because someone like one of my fans replied to the tweet saying something and then, like, tag Nick Kroll in it. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I was like, I'm not going to tag Nick Kroll. But, all right. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And it was, like, um, it was a really quick tweet because I was, um, I put a free, because uh, I did a couple Hormone Monsters videos. But I did, like, a jerk-off instruction one that I made for free for, like, this month's Pornhub contest. Because they're doing, like, contests now um, for free videos. So you can put your free video and enter it. And people can vote. So if you want to go vote on this uh free video go to vote.gwenador.com um and you have to have a Pornhub account to do it so please make one for me <laughs> and do it um and yeah so I did it for that and I put yeah I put it out there so I like um when I was editing I decided to add some like cute little effects in which is like I added like this very cartoon like her popping in this like cartoon like puff of smoke and stuff like that so I put yeah I put that on Twitter and tweeted it out and then someone was like Someone tagged Nick Kroll and then Nick Kroll liked it. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I please, please tell me he went and he watched the full video. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I hope he watched the porn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm signing up for a Pornhub account. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> the thumbnail, it's just <sighs> like, it's just too good. I know. <laughs> <I'm> so <excited. laughs> and oh, it's a, a gender neutral joy too. So. You can enjoy, you know. Yeah, so one one topic, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Could talk about our cartoon crushes yeah. forever. Um, We wanted to talk about dating as a sex worker. 
I've seen mm. you yes. post TikToks, tweets, talk about it on social media, and a it's something that wasn't on our mind until we interviewed Kelly Mack a few weeks ago, and she brought it up. And yeah, when I thought about it, online dating, especially dating, especially is just so fucking hard already. Plus, we're in a pandemic. Plus, <laughs> like, of course, it makes sense that as soon as, you know, people see sex worker, that's like the only it's very fixated on. I'm sure you have yeah, a lot more totally. opinions. So take it away. Dating as a sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> take it away. Yeah, it's it's tough. Um it's tough. I've been on, like, I've done online dating for such a long time, too, so, like, I kind of know. It definitely used to be easier, I think, but, like, yeah, people just kind of, like, they want to they wanna talk about the sex work part, and as, as soon as, like, you mention that to them, it, like, they, it puts you on a very completely different, like, field, almost, in terms of the way they treat you and the way they, like, try to approach you versus them trying to approach, like, a regular person, which is, like... It sucks because, like, sex and, like, my job is such a big part of my life that, like, I want to be open about that stuff, but just people go about it in the weirdest ways. So, you know, to protect myself, I just kind of, like, recently my strategy is not telling people um, until, like, the third date. We haven't got there yet, but, uh, like, I like I think, and I, I've tried being, like, oh, like, I'm, like, a social media manager because, like, that's not really, like, a lie, um, but like people then they go, Oh, are you an influencer? And then I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want to ever directly lie to somebody, but like, I, I think I'm just going to say I'm a video editor now. Cause I think that's a little bit more like d- discreet, if you will, versus like, I'm a social media manager. Cause people have immediately been like, Oh, well, like you must like, you know, you are you, cause they see my pictures. They're like, are you a model? And I'm like, yeah, a little bit. It's like, so I, I, I like, I, yeah, I definitely need to like, uh, streamline my strategy a bit more, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Like, and again, no, like completely bad experiences, but it's just like general, just got like, when you tell somebody that what you do for work is a sex thing, they're like immediately, yeah, immediately fixated on it. Like you said, and just go for that. And they don't even try to, like, get to know me as a person versus me as, me as like, Gwen Adora, the porn personality. Um, which is, like, very frustrating. Because, like, I'm not there. I'm not here. I'm not there. To, I don't, like, I'm not doing any, like, casual, like, sex any. I don't do casual sex anymore. So, like, I'm not there to just fuck. So, it's, like, why would any, like, sure, I could tell you a bunch about, like, my job and, like, my kinks and stuff like that. Which is, like, what you want me to do. But, like, that's not really relevant right now. Because, like, I'm not trying to just fuck. So, I mean, like, it will be irrelevant in the future, but like just not at the specific first time we've matched. Yeah. What are your dating app bios? Like, do you, do you have like a one-liner? Do you kind of go, this is me and this is what I do? Ooh, let me pull it up. Uh, So I only have Bumble and Hinge. I'm banned from Tinder. I've been banned twice from Tinder. No. Yeah. Truly RIP because like before, before I was banned, Tinder was like my lifestyle. Like I was like, I was, I really like was like Tinder, like I deserve an award from Tinder from using this app for so, like so much. It was like where I'd find anybody to hook up with. If I was traveling, I'd find people. It was a full, it was my life source <laughs> at a certain point in my life, which I was, when I was banned, I was pretty disappointed. Cause like, I like, I was like, I literally was paying for premium on that shit. You know, I was using all the features. It, it was uh, very important for me. Um, during the first couple years of my slutty days. But yeah, now now it's Bumble. So I say 
Um, Bumble, this is my this is my bio. Um, alternative lifestyle hedonist and bubbly optimist with a fat ass. ISO cute, motivated, and goofy people to get to know eventually, or looking for someone to make TikToks with eventually. Which is like, that's pretty good, decent. I like that. <laughs> that's so cute. I love the fat ass part. You always got to throw that out. Of course. Like, I mean, they, they realize it anyway, but like, it's, they that's kind of, that's just like, I don't know, my, my, I'm very, I'm a very blunt person. So it's like, I like to throw that in to let them know, <laughs> yes, I do have a fat ass. And then on Hinge, there's no, you don't have a bio on Hinge. You just answer questions. You answer like three questions. So the first question is, uh, the key to my heart is, and then I answer compliments, attention, and mutual emotional support, because that is the thing that's been lacking in many of my past connections. So that is exactly what I'm looking for. That's exactly that. what I'm looking for. I feel that. Um, <laughs> and then uh, my personal brand is that bitch, which is very true. Um, and then you should not go out with me if, which I, th- I think think of changing the answer on this one. You should not go out with me if you are intimidated by confident women, call yourself a devil's advocate, and won't let me dom you. So that one, I mean, like, I put out... Because I'm in the more dommy mood lately, so I was like, I want to dom some cute little boys, you know? Um, which is like, so <laughs> I, I put that in my bio, but every boy wants to be dommed. It's all of them, all of them. That's And that's the only thing they're commenting on now because it's a sex thing. It's like as soon as you put any, like, any nugget, any nugget of a wink to sexuality, they're like, that's the only thing I want to talk about. And I'm like, all right. Like, so I'm getting people messaging me and being like, so what would you do if you domed me? And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know what you're into. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't tell you what I would do if I was doming you because I literally have no clue who you are. I say that to them because I'm like, fuck you. Just like, stay away. <laughs> so I, I'm thinking of changing it because it's a little like, I'm like, I think now I know that any man wants to be domed. So that will, that's a conversation we can come come up down the line, but yeah yeah no i i totally men will just take whatever they can and run with it if it if even it even alludes to sex like their words can't really talk about raw fish on <laughs> dating apps because the word raw really triggers some men or like can't talk about bed sheets on dating yeah. apps because um the word bed really triggers some yeah men. any any mention that's so they're like, oh, you just did your bed sheets? No, Let seriously. And you're like, no, I literally don't know who you are, sir. <laughs> yeah, because I, I also don't use, I don't use dating apps for relationships, really, but I don't use them for just casual sex either. And it's really annoying when the first message mm-hmm. you get is like, oh, you like clean bed sheets? Like, my bed sheets are always clean. Do you want to come feel them? And it's like, no. First of all, I know you're lying. Uh. Second of all, absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you're lying. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh men are horrible. And like I like I've got my like stuff open to women too, but like, I don't know, dating women is so hard. <laughs> dating yeah, dating queer people is so hard too. I'm like like that's even more confusing to me cuz I just like I'm I'm like I know how to date men really well. It's not really well cuz I'm single, but like <laughs> generally pretty I know how, I know how to manage them better than I than I can like other like, you know, like queer people oh. so it's like i don't know i've had some like some people like when i've been like so like i don't know i felt i felt in the past more comfortable with telling 
women and like non-binary people that like that's why I do sex work or whatever right because they're statistically more open more open and also like not like shitty about it but then I've, I've had some people who'd be like oh like you should teach like you should teach me and I'm like eh, no I like I'm not like I'm not here to like an apprentice or something like that we should make like yeah it's like no it's the same sometimes it's the same shit yeah yeah do you have any advice for sex workers who are trying to date right now Oh, um, if you can like, so I, I find the best people in terms of like crushes and stuff that I currently have Twitter is probably a better place than anything to find people. Like I've, I've met and hooked like this. I've got this one friends with benefits who lives in LA who like I met on Twitter cause he's like a Twitter funny guy and I followed him and like he DM'd me. So like meet people on Twitter. I think like that's probably the best and like interact with people outside of the sex work community to meet people because like. Your profile is probably going to get, like, an eye or two on it if you follow somebody, um, especially if you think they're funny and attractive. And you're, yeah, you'll, so it's, like, a good way for some DM sliding to happen. I think, I think, like, the I've met more genuine people on Twitter than dating apps for sure. So, definitely Twitter. That would make sense. Yeah. Well, we've come to the end of the episode. Gwenadora, thank you so much for being on the show again. We are so excited to have you. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me back. Yeah, so if somebody wants to go find your content, where would they look? Then go to gwenadora.com slash links, and that will be all my places of interest. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And you can find us at candygirlpodcast.com or on social media. We're at candygirlpodcast on Instagram, at candygirlpod on Twitter, And yeah, if if you have any questions for us or for Gwen or for anyone else who's been on the show, reach out to us, candygirlpodcast at outlook.com. Gwen, again, thank you so much for joining us and we will hear from you guys next Friday.